We recently returned from a trip to Iceland. It's a place we love to invite people that have finished one of our leadership journeys to go. Ultimately, it, it ends at this cliff, this cliff that has come to represent so much of the faith journey. In each of our lives, it's come to represent the faith steps we invite people to take as they enter into one of our leadership journeys. And, but uh, one of my takeaways of this trip was different. It was real striking, because when you go to the Iceland landscape, there's churches everywhere. Random places, remote places, prominent places. In these little sea villages, typically the church is built on high ground. It was there hundreds of years ago. It's establishing itself. And there were beautiful little churches everywhere. And you were reminded of the passion that that the early Celtic monks had in spreading and bringing Christianity to Iceland. What they were willing to endure 600 years ago, what that could have possibly been like for them to cross over from England and Northern Ireland and bring Christianity to that area. I mean, so mission-focused and so passionate about investing in the small places and villages in that country. And the churches are a great reminder of that, but what's really sad as you go there now is those churches, while beautiful, are totally unused. Iceland has become one of the most unchurched countries in the world per capita. And the churches are social gatherings and tourist attractions now. Very few of them actually are used to bring people together, you know, to worship and talk about God, very few. And so it's kind of this mix of beauty and kind of sadness. And you wonder what happened, you know, what happened? Why did the Christianity was so prominent at one time in that country's history slowly fade and become a non-factor, a non-issue? How did that happen? And I was just really struck with that and struck with it as well that that's what's happening, you know, in our own country in many ways today as we continue this slow fade away from some of the values and the Christian principles that we've held so closely to for hundreds of years. This passage in Psalms 51 we're going to look at is David's attempt to stop the slide. David wrote this Psalms on the heels of his ultimate failure. Many of you are familiar with this story. David, this great king, this man after God's own heart, did not go to war with his men but stayed back. And at which point was tempted by Bathsheba at a time of weakness, at a time of boredom for him. And many things followed from that ultimate failure. He was ready to give up on life, knew he'd lost his way. It wasn't a slow fade in this case. This was a fast fall. And in that moment, he writes this psalm in a desperate plea and gives us, in a way, some insight in how to make our way back, to not allow us to fall away from God. And in his psalm, he pleads with God, create in me a clean heart, renew a steadfast spirit, restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Then I'll teach transgressors their ways and sinners will be converted to thee. It's a beautiful pathway and a psalm that shows us a way back. So settle in and see and wonder, is there any places you're starting to fall away, starting to settle in terms of your relationship with God? And maybe God will use the words of the psalm to bring you back.
take a deep breath, settle in. Let's see what God has for you and I. Now these words in Psalms 51, create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a steadfast, loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I'll be able to teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. as I read this again, I'm going to put some of my own words into this as well. Again, I'd ask you to just listen for that word or phrase, that thought that God will give you as you listen closely. Attend to him. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a steadfast loyal spirit, the kind of spirit that doesn't give in, the kind of spirit that will hang in there no matter what gets thrown at us. Don't banish me from your presence. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Can't go on without it. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Remind me of that moment when we're so excited, so passionate, so joyful about our faith in relationship with you that we would have gone anywhere, done anything. Don't let us forget that. Help us to be willing to obey you no matter what, no matter what you ask us to do. Because in that moment, then we'll be able to teach others about you. Our lives will be a great testimony is how important it is to follow you. And those people, when they see that, hear our words backed up by our actions, they'll return to you. So I'm going to read this one more time. Kind of call Lectio Bible basking, right? Sitting with the words, letting them pour over us. 
and seeing what God would have for us in this moment. That's my hope as we read this one last time. Create me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast, loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to others and they will return to you. as I think about Psalms 51 and and David's fall, it was both a slow fade and then incredible speed at which he made a devastating decision that changed everything. The slow fade likely occurred over years, falling away from God, bored, tired of the fight, lazy. That passage and that story of David is he's on a rooftop, you know, bored, sleeping, sleep until late in the day, that's when the fall happens. So there was a slow fade that took place in his life. And then there was this decision he made in a moment that quickly changed everything. And I thought again about those beautiful but empty, lifeless churches in Iceland. And that takes me back to this country and how we're in both a slow and fast fall away from God and the things that are really critical, the things that are really important. And I wonder what we can do about this. But I think the key is not in thinking about the country and how we're falling away, but it's in thinking about how I'm falling away as a person. And that's what the Psalms does for me. It's what the power of those words is. I think it gives us a pathway back. Creating me a clean heart, a steadfast, loyal spirit. Restore the joy. Remind me of the things that I was really passionate about in the first place and give me a willing spirit. Then things can happen. Then things can change. I want to close this time by (laughs) encouraging you to listen to this Tom Petty song. You listen to this podcast, you know I'm passionate about his music, but he's got a song on the Wildflower album called Don't Fade On Me. And I got to read you just a few of the lyrics of this song and then uh, encourage you to go listen to it when you get a chance. Says, I remember you so clearly, the first one through the door. I returned to find you drifting too far from the shore. I remember feeling this way. You can lose it without knowing. You can wake up and you don't notice which way the wind is blowing. So don't fade. Don't fade on me. God, give us the passion and the courage, the resolve, the willing spirit and the steadfast spirit it takes. Restore to us the joy of your salvation so that we won't fade on you, that we'll stand in a gap and be strong in the days, weeks, months ahead. Peace, friends.
This podcast is a part of harborministries.com. Two years into this podcast journey now, we'd like to invite you to help us continue this. If you want information on how to financially sponsor these episodes, or if you'd like information on our various leadership events, Rhythm and 20, Rogue, or Revel, you can go to harborministries.com for all the information you need.